Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Vince Parker, and I'm so glad you're with us this week. Today, I have with me a very special, special, special guest, uh, Ms. Ms. Kim West. Kim, how are you doing today? I am doing good. Very good. So let me introduce you all to Kim. Uh, First of all, she's a licensed professional counselor with Thrive Counseling in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, as well as an attender of our Northwest Oklahoma City campus. She has a son that attends Switch. She loves her church and contributing in any way uh, that she can. And she has lots of wisdom when it comes to topics of self-harm and suicide among students. And today, that's what we're going to be talking about. But Kim, Before we dive into our topic today, I would love to get to know a little bit about you. So let me ask you this. What is your favorite food and why? Ooh, probably Dairy Queen ice cream. Nice. Yeah, specifically chocolate-covered cherry. I think they call it Choco Love Blizzard. Okay. Do you have a Dairy Queen near you, or do you have to, like, make a special trip for Dairy Queen ice cream? It's about 20 minutes, but um, I'm very thankful for that. I've lived and various states where I didn't have Dairy Queen at all or had to drive 45 minutes. So I'll take 20 minutes. So you like it so much that you have driven 45 minutes to get Dairy Queen ice cream. That is absolutely true. That is an amazing level of commitment. And that's why we're glad you're here with us (laughs) today. So thank you so much for being here. So we're talking about self-harm. We're talking about students contemplating suicide And that's a very real topic that we're facing today, especially with the pandemic or the endemic, depending where you think we're at in this time. And so I'm glad you're here today to help us equip our leaders uh, to confidently navigate through this conversation and know the right questions to ask students to make sure that they are staying uh, safe. So just to jump off the bat, just kind of break down for us when we talk about self-harm and suicide, what does that mean? What are some things that we as a leaders can be looking for in our students? Sure. Well, it's hard to assess the risk of suicide or self-harm when you have one hour with them on Wednesday nights. But there are some things that you can do that um, you're probably not going to see the typical signs that you hear about, like them giving away their stuff or losing interest in things that they're normally interested in. And so what you're going to hear um, is them just making comments like hints that say things like, I wish that I could just go away or I think everyone would be better off if I wasn't here. So there is a chance that they will just directly tell their switch leader that they're thinking about committing suicide or harming themselves, but it's more likely that they'll say kind of a hint like that. So when you hear those hints, it can be awkward for a leader if they haven't really experienced that before. And if they can, instead of sort of shifting focus, to just ask them what they mean by that and to just kind of tune in to anything like that. And one other thing is, particularly for males ages 14 to, I think, 22, um, if you hear them talking about a breakup, it's actually pretty high on um, one of the things that that they see as going on in someone's life who has committed suicide is a breakup of a romantic relationship. So when you see a 14-year-old and they're heartbroken, um, it's sometimes hard to take a two-month relationship seriously as an adult, but um, take those broken hearts like super seriously. Wow. Okay. That's thank you for sharing that. So, what do, what do we do? What should a leader do? Obviously, we have should report. What should a leader do when they hear that someone's thinking about suicide or self harm? Sure. 
Um, well, first of all, kind of validate their feelings, which means instead of trying to fix it or give them advice, just say things like, that sounds really hard. Um, you know, that's, that's terrible what you're going through. Um, and also along with that, you can help them name their emotions. It actually helps someone process their emotions and brings their emotional level down if they have a name for it. So if you just say something like, it seems like you're really angry or that's really disappointing. I think anyone would be disappointed if they didn't, um, you know, make the team or whatever. Um, so helping them name their emotions and validating their feelings um, and just kind of normalizing it that we're not minimizing it, but letting them know everyone feels that way sometimes, or I felt that way when I was your age too. Um, that can be helpful. Secondly is to ask direct questions about self-harm. And this is also really awkward for people who aren't used to doing it because it seems like maybe, I think people think that they'll put the idea of self-harm in someone's mind if they just directly ask, are you thinking about hurting yourself? Um, but the research has shown that it doesn't elevate the risk of suicide to ask them directly. It's, it's the opposite effect. So along with asking them, are you thinking about harming yourself? Ask them questions like, um, like, have you thought about how you would commit suicide? Or have you thought about when? And the reason we do this is because the more specific their plan is, the higher that risk is. And so if they say, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, we take all, all suicide threats and hints seriously. But if someone has not really thought about what method they would use or when they might do it, that's considered a lower risk. Um, if they know exactly how they would do it and where they would do it, that is an extremely high risk. And so you kind of ask those direct questions just to find out um, where they are and so that when you do report it, you have more details um, and they know how to, the adults involved will know how to protect them from that. Um, also, and this is kind of number, I have like seven points. I'll be fast though. Okay. Um, one is the validate feelings. Two is ask direct questions. Three is directly ask them not to hurt themselves. Um, it sounds pretty simple, but someone just saying, please do not hurt yourself. Um, you know, that would devastate me. It interrupts the story that they've told themselves that no one cares about them. And so just mm -hmm. having a switch leader say, please do not do that, um, can actually be an intervention. And then number four, encourage them to risk, um, talking to their parents. Um, not all kids have parents that are helpful or safe, but many of them do. And so number five, give them a hotline number, ask them to call either a hotline or you or um, to switch staff if they're thinking about it again. So just directly ask them, say, hey, please call me or call this hotline. Promise me that you'll do that. Um, and then number six, text them um, during the week to um, just see how they're doing. And so once again, it interrupts that story that no one would notice, no one cares. And number seven, um, tell switch staff. Like whoever your switch youth pastor is, um, they need to know that evening, not not like the next morning or whatever, but they need to know before you leave the building that um, you've had this conversation. So that's a lot. That's no, those are awesome. Those are, those are super helpful things. And I love how you just basically said, let's make it personal for them. Let's let them know that someone cares. Let's let them know that we, 
that they matter to us and they matter to God. And I, I think those steps are amazing. So thank you for that. Appreciate that a lot. Let me ask you this. How do you think that this pandemic, this time that we've, we've been going through has impacted our students in relationship to this topic? Yeah. Um, well, we know that suicide rates have gone up depression rates have gone up, anxiety rates have gone up, and really all age groups. Um, we don't have exact statistics yet um, that in terms of just like the way things are reported um, in the United States with suicide, but we do know that it has gone up. A big thing, most people who commit suicide, kids or adults, will say that they lack a sense of belonging anywhere. Like they just don't mm. feel like they fit in anywhere or they belong anywhere. And so you take um, the pandemic where kids are at home and they're away from their friends, um, it's certainly gonna exasperate you know, they're, they're not going to have that sense of belonging, belonging in a group or a club where they normally would. And so um, it makes sense that that would be that these rates would go up just based on that, which um, switch is uh, is really preventative of suicide just in the fact that it is a sense of community. Um, kids are in those small groups. And if in their small group they feel like they belong there and their leader misses them if they miss a week, that alone can be preventative. Um, for suicide or for self-harm because it interrupts the story that they don't belong anywhere. And so just having those small groups is is super helpful. So you're even encouraging small group leaders in a preemptive manner to continually reach out to their students throughout the week, have conversations, let them know they're thinking about them, praying for them, uh, checking on if they have a test coming up or whatever it may be. It's just a preemptive measure to maybe even help prevent a student getting to the point of thinking no one cares about them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Of thinking no one cares about them and of also thinking that they don't belong anywhere. So when they know I belong in this group, like I might not belong anywhere else, but when I come to switch, like this is my group, um, which is one of, you know, it's great that a lot of leaders stay with kids from sixth grade all the way to 12th grade. Um, but yeah, right. when those leaders are invested in those kids' lives, it makes a huge difference. So it, it sounds like a sense of belonging is one of the things that makes kids, students feel like, hey, I, I should take my life because I don't have a place where I feel like I belong. So uh, switch leaders, thank you so much for what you do, uh, helping out and preventing this, just showing up every week, you make a huge difference. So thank you uh, for that. Uh, Kim, what would you say, what is the most valuable thing uh, someone can do as a switch leader to prepare themselves in case they run into this situation in the future? Sure. Um, I think that we've kind of already talked about it, but be invested in students, be attuned to them, um, be a good listener. Um, care about their stories. When you do those things, um, I mean, sure, you can do um, research and educate yourself about suicide prevention, but the most important thing you can do is just to be invested in your students' lives. Mm, that's good. Switchers, you hear that? The most important thing you can do is be invested in your students' lives. So, again, thank you so much for doing that. Kim, as we're about to wrap up here, uh, what else would you add to all the amazing things that you shared with us today? Uh, I would just add, um, I'm glad you asked me that because I would like to just say thank you to all of the switch leaders in general, specifically to um, my son's switch leader, Corey, at um, Northwest. And um, I, my husband and I have date night every Wednesday night while you guys are um, hanging out with my kid. And I can't thank you enough for that. It makes a huge difference. We need you. Um, we're, we talk about Jesus all the time at home, but we need your partnership. 
and particularly for loving those kids who don't have parents that are talking about Jesus at home. Um, thank you for what you do. It is incredibly important. And um, I, as a parent, I'm incredibly thankful for you. Uh, Kim, uh, thank you so much for being here. Switch Leaders, thank you. As you heard from a parent, uh, Kim herself saying thank you to you. What you do makes an incredible difference. And thank you for listening to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Oh, 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 oh,